1: The Sports Lounge. I'm your host, Michael Horn. But the star of our program is a man we call Sultan, the Sultan of safeties, the All-Pro defensive end, the acting legend. Yeah, you saw him in Hunter Lands End, Agent X. He's everywhere. NCIS here, just a couple of seasons ago. The one and only Fred Dreyer.
2: Hey, Mike Horn, how you doing? Good What's to doing? see you. Good Hope to be with uh, everybody you. listening in is in watching on the podcast or uh, in good spirits. We're uh, we're often. Uh, ready to go on another uh, week's uh, uh, in- incredible uh, gathering of sports thoughts and wisdom.
1: I couldn't have said it better myself, so I'm glad you said that, Fred. That's very good. And uh, I might add that. Uh, over the next few weeks, we are uh, kind of early taping the show for our big weekend edition. We're taping Tuesdays at 2 o'clock Pacific time in case you want to catch the live video when we do it. Otherwise, the video is always up at YouTube and it's always up at Facebook Live, among other places. And our radio show, of course, comes to you on CRN Digital Talk Radio, Sports Byline Radio, and Sirius XM. Wow. So wow settle wow, back wow. and enjoy the big program as we have a lot to talk about here. We got coaches being fired on the Lakers, we got baseball guests getting underway and who's going to win and what the early uh, looks of the team look like. we got football news in there. We have a lot of stuff, Fred.
2: We've also got Dan Snyder being caught red-handed
1: stealing money. Oh, boy, that's a big one. That's a, He's the owner of the is it the Washington Redskins? I can't remember what's the name of the team. The Washington football team? I call them
2: the Redskins still uh, because I don't think anything they say or do is legitimate. Uh, Washington Commanders is, commanders, what, is, I what, think they're is what they're going you know, by now. That's what they're going by You know, I threw out my, uh, my uh, opinion no. of what the
1: name oh, should be. Okay. Uh, the D.C. Dragons. Yeah, I think that would have been a good one. The DC Dragons come on. So, you got to so, go with that. You have to. The DC Dragons. You
2: know if I, was, if I was if I was sitting on the panel on the commission here in Washington, I would call Dan Snyder, that pencil neck. I call him in and say change the name to DC
1: uh, Dragons, Dragons, and we'll let you off the hook. Easy. Can we still lobby for that? Because, you know, if they sell the team, maybe it'll throw through another name change. Yes, We're going to exactly. get all the details for you on that one. That one just came up here. we to, got to analyze that for you and a whole lot more. So settle back, relax. Don't forget to email Fred Dreyer, Fred, F-R-E-D, Dreyer, D-R-Y-E-R, at CRN, as in Championship Radio Network, C R N CRNtalk.com. We'll be back in the Sports Lounge.
0: Even at thirty thousand feet, so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW report Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.
1: back in the sports lounge. I'm your host, Michael Horn, the star of our show, the one and only Fred Dreyer. Yeah, the all-pro defensive end. Number 89, as we like to call him here at the CRN Broadcast Center and at Sports Byline Radio and at Sirius XM. Hey, 89. There you See, he looked up. See what happened when he happened on us? Number 89. Yeah. He has that number. A lot of people don't know this, but Fred, when he goes to the beach, so he doesn't forget who he is, has the eighty-nine tattooed actually onto his back. That's a, you were one of the first
2: football and, and players, and the original to size, too. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> Just amazing. It's number eighty-nine. They go, Why
2: would someone do that? <laughs>
1: Ah, we're just kidding, everybody. Welcome back here to the show. And a reminder for you: uh, we uh, we're doing the show on Tuesdays, two o'clock Pacific time, and then it replays for you throughout the week uh, at various times when you're listening to it here. And you can watch the video live. You can go to get the video at uh, Facebook Live at YouTube, and of course, you can hear the program live every uh, every weekend. It's and, on and weekdays. It's on multi platforms, Mike. Uh, all at Sports Byline, CRN Talk, and uh, also the great uh, Sirius XM. That's very yes. good. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about this. It's um, this we got the government in on this thing. Joe Biden hasn't uh, weighed in on this, but uh, someone wake him up later. Well, Hunter
2: Hunter is yet to know about it, so someone wake him up, yeah. and then maybe he can. Uh, You're
1: Hunter uh, or Hunter Biden? No, Hunter Biden, oh, gotcha. not me. You can, I want nothing to do with this deal. What if they brought back Hunter and it was the story of you and Hunter Biden? Wouldn't that be a great TV show, Hunter? And it's everybody you know, named Hunter.
2: Hunter uh beats hunter biden into a oil slick and <laughs> throws him into the
1: ocean was that in the TV guide did you see that it's yeah
2: me. that's that's uh that's going to be a, a, a great show you can uh, tape it if you wish new episodes and, and then you can reboot
1: it anytime you want <laughs> now speaking of booting here it is the US House uh, Oversight Committee has sent a, a letter to the Federal Trade Commission saying that they found evidence <laughs> that the uh, the NFL's Washington commander's football team actually last year they were the Washington Washington football teams. so let's not get confused. Now they're the commanders. Commanders are clean. It's the Washington football team engaged in unlawful financial conduct. Oh, the, no. The letter the AP got hold. Of, it's the Associated it's Press. got to be a mistake the, somewhere. The committee said the team withheld mm. ticket revenue from visiting teams wow. and refundable ticket deposit from seasoned ticket holders. So that means oh, when yeah. you play, when you're visiting team, and, and yeah, Fred, yeah. you can enlighten us on this. Okay. When, when the Rams came Came to play in Washington back when they were the Redskins. Not to confuse everybody, yeah, we don't
2: play that. We don't play the Commanders. We play the Redskins.
1: You got like half the gate or whatever the percentage is, and uh, along with that, if you have season tickets and they didn't play a game and there's a refund, you got refunds. Apparently, the Washington Commanders have not uh, given back that money. Now, I would argue, as a lawyer, if I were one that, hey, we're talking about the Washington Commanders. We haven't played one game yet as the Washington Commanders, hey, so throw, soy, the,
2: throw d- the thing out of court. Don't sell yourself short. I mean, I've, That's all, pretty good, isn't I, it? If, if I needed someone in a pinch, you a the
1: guy. Thank you. That would be my argument, but apparently uh, well, a good they're not one. listening to me. No, it's a good one. So uh, apparently there's a former employee that testified in front of Congress, no less, saying the team had two, count them, two separate financial books. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, one with the underreported ticket revenue that went to the NFL and one with the full, complete picture Oh, of the you
2: mean, oh, two sets of gee, books. two sets of books. Hey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That paper sack, is there a paper sack hey, in here? We
1: got two sets of books for you there, Rocky. We're going to yeah. take care of you, huh? Meet me at the Denny's is and it, uh, we'll exchange books. So they had two sets of books, and, and according uh, now to... Um, to uh, testimony, Dan Snyder, you uh, mentioned here. yes, uh, the uh, the former the, uh, the the owner of the team uh, was aware of the numbers being shared with the league, while also being privy to the actual the actual books and the actual data. (laughs) Oh, no. This is not. (laughs) It's just a misunderstanding is all. Did I tell you my defense is this is the Washington commanders and they have to be thrown out of court and then Dan should leave town and go live in Bulgaria or something. This is serious stuff, Fred. Well, uh, you would think it is. But here's what's really funny is that
2: it's happening in Washington, D.C., where all of the mayhem has been happening in the last 15, 20 years. Oh yeah. so this is this has got somewhere in here you're going to find Donald Trump somewhere in here.
1: Yeah, he'll get blamed for
2: it is he's that going, He's going to get blamed for it. and uh, and so you've got uh, Dan Snyder who who is yet to uh, step out of his uh, plush uh, motorhome up to the uh, up to the microphone and explain himself to the people to the, to the to the uh, what is it commanders?
1: Yeah. In this case, yeah, it was yes. the Washington Football Team last year, but yeah, now it's I, the Commanders.
2: I'm going back to Washington Football Team. Did I, mean, I
1: mention we should throw the case out of court because not known as the Commanders last year when this information was shared? It's tough. This is a tough thing. And here, Fred, just to give you a little bit more information, so just to make it fair for you, apparently uh, with Dan Snyder, the owner, aware that there were two sets of books, one that was shared with the league and the other one that had the actual data of uh, revenue, one that had uh, the uh, ticket prices... (laughs) Not yeah. refunded, not giving their half to the other visiting team or giving uh, refunds back to the uh, the season ticket oh, owners oh, that didn't yeah. do it and the other yeah. one that they yeah, right. held for yeah. Washington. Yeah. So a- according to this, the practice is known as JUICE. <laughs> So, yes. this is called, I guess, juicing in a different way. It's called juice uh, inside the Washington front office. They apparently, the commanders, the, uh, uh, the Washington football team, and the Redskins call this juice. And if that testimony is correct, it could. This could spell significant trouble for Dan Snyder and for the former Redskins football team, and now commanders. So you mean there could be a haircut in this for Dan? Could, huh? could be a shave. It could
2: be a, a prison. Something
1: was shaved. A, a nice prison uh, light around the ears, maybe? Let me ask you this question. You played football. When did Dan Snyder, Has he own, did he own the team when you, uh, you were playing?
2: I, I never knew him to steal money because I never
1: knew him at that time. You didn't, but he owned the team. Didn't he own the Redskins? No, no, no. no, no. no, 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 no so he's fairly new in this game. No, no. We had uh, Jack Kent Cook. Oh! Oh, that's correct. He's I He's the great entrepreneur. He's the one that was a Canadian citizen. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> came down here. Yeah, he came down and owned a lot of teams and, and
2: waved a bunch of of, of, of uh, dollars around. Uh, uh, you know, American uh, entrepreneurs who happen to own football teams. Yeah. and they let him in. And uh, you know, the next thing you know, he's uh, he's uh, running uh, running Washington. You know, if if you if you're you know, all of these owners, these 32 owners, is, is a 32? It's 32 NFL teams. Yeah, 32 teams. And uh, all of them want uh, a considerable amounts of money. They all do. They all want money, and they figure if they're in D.C., they're protected from the outside world, that they can cheat because they know they're amongst the heavy hitter cheaters in D.C. And, and, what, and let me just can I just finish, please no, please I just want to, just, yes, read, just the want to read something yes uh, the the, uh, the the committee is the committee is claiming to hear what the Dan Snyder's excuse is. So they listen to it. and then right after the the committee is sharing documents with the FTC. Yeah while requesting the Commission take any action necessary to make such make sure the money is returned to its rightful owners. Yes, They're not even waiting. They're not even waiting to hear what catch. Dan says. Say he didn't do it, and I can prove it. They're going, yeah, I know you can prove it, but we're, we're in the process now of, of uh, making uh, arrangements for you to return the money.
1: I, this is hilarious. You, I would like to see this testimony, and then Dan Snyder say, excuse me, are you talking about the commanders, or do you mean the nationals? If you do, uh, we're talking here, I represent the commanders. Since they made him change the name of the team, use it
2: to your uh, advantage. I thought you were going to say, are you talking to me? Yes. He's talking to me? (laughs) You talking to me? My name is... uh, This is wonderful. I love... uh I love D.C., Washington, Commander, Redskin. I I love the cheating and I love the backstabbing. Oh, that's I great. I just say there's nothing nothing like it, and uh, the more we can get of it, the better it is for me.
1: You're proud of Dan Snyder, aren't you? you I think.
2: I I love Dan Snyder, and I know his w- was his wife an actress at one time, a long long time. I Don't ago. know. I that's not I think it. she was, and uh, and she's a, a, a she can't show her face. Uh, uh, anywhere soon, that's for sure. Well, this, they, is a,
1: this is a good one. It's a good one over there, and time for you to go out and get some of those uniforms. So you can wear either the Redskins, the Commanders, or you could wear the football team You uniforms.
2: know these idiots, what they should have done? What's that? They should have wore the old Redskin uniforms that's of it? Bobby Mitchell.
1: That's what I would have them do in court, Fred. You're on my legal team. Thank you. Yes. Lounger truly Michael Horn, the one and only All-Pro defensive end, the acting legend. We're talking about Mr. Fred Dreyer, number 89. Glad to have him back with us here in studio. Yeah, it's great to be
2: back here, and uh, I'm I'm just uh, I'm thrilled that there is such larceny and and uh, mayhem in the, in the National Football League that is uh, is made to convince us just like uh, uh, ESPN I'm so sup- I'm surprised I haven't seen ESPN yet Come to the forefront to defend Dan Snyder's they may, they may, thievery. They may. the no, they, they're going to. They, they're con-
1: going to. Congress has launched an investigation into the uh, the Washington Now Commanders workplace misconduct. They've already done that after the uh, uh, league did not release a, a report detailing the findings of an independent probe of the Masters. Apparently, uh, the key the team's misconduct goes uh, beyond the sexual harassment and abuse of employees that's already documented against this team, and and now it's also impacted did the bottom line of the NFL and other NFL owners since they withheld money on uh, sharing the revenue from the games with the other NFL teams that played there at their home park and uh, with uh, their uh, fans who they needed to do refunds to. So uh, we'll see what happens. This is a breaking story, and we'll keep you posted. This we talked good, about I, it last week, this. and look, at it's huge now. Yeah, I love
2: this. You know, It's really and, big. This is, I just noticed this is April. Yeah, this is uh, a, a wonderful... Uh, opportunity for for all sports fans to now start to put down notes uh, of, of your favorite owner and uh, when when Christmas comes this coming year you can pelt him bombard him with your favorite uh, yuletide gifts this is it. He's going to jail on Christmas, and I'm I'm going to send him a photograph of the potential possible haircuts that you can get going into jail. <laughs> That's my well, contribution. Thank you. That's you my, my contribution, Dave. Nice.
1: Yeah, thank That's you. Nice. I'm getting a little bald spot back here. And Sunday, right. I was out at uh, the Unite IE conference that my daughter was uh, uh, attending, and you were supposed to go. And I was sitting at a, I, I sat at a table on the side, and I like to be on the side sometimes. You can get up and move around and and walk out if you want to, and. Uh, <laughs> A gentleman, a great guy named Bob Bob Hastings, a fabulous gentleman from uh, KRLA Radio, came over and says, Mike, we'd like you to sit right here in the front. And I said, well, that's okay, Bob. I'm fine hearing he you. No, no, we insist. We want you to be there. So I'm sitting right in front of the podium. And while they're taking some pictures – of the people at the podium there was like Larry Elder and Charlie Kirk was great and and, and Sebastian Gorka was fabulous so was Larry and Jennifer Horn and and uh, Grant Stinchfield and all these people were there talking and I noticed there was a guy seated at the table that had a a, a bald spot on his head and I said well I, I don't believe that's me and then I did one of these while the cameras on because I could see the monitor I would move my head to one side. Oh, a little yeah. to the and I noticed the gentleman there with the bald spot was it's you actually was actually moving his head. The same. Oh. I was getting some glare off that. I'm telling you. We can we get some powder on that? Here?
2: You've got a. You know, there's some pancake you can, can carry. I do that? You, you
1: can carry that with oh, you. I'd love to. us love to.
2: Yeah, put it in your uh, in, in your uh, in your watch pocket and then take a little dab out and no one will even know it. I won't say anything.
1: Now, I got a question for you because you're you have your Twitter account Fred underscore Dreyer, Dryer D R Y E R. That's for the show. I don't and, have one for me. Well, yeah, but it's kind of there. You've done things on there yeah. in the past, but here's my, part of my question here. Apparently from ESPN, the guy Adam Schaefer, uh, he's an insider, and he's apologized because he he texted a tweet. He put a tweet out, and after the death of the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, uh, Dwayne Haskins, it was in that automobile accident and died, Yeah, and um, and in breaking news, there about this thing, it was uh, he he posted. He said that uh, he had a post about Haskins being killed when he was hit by a vehicle. vehicle. And, and uh, this guy Adam Schaefer mentions the former Ohio State standout, and I am quoting the uh, the tweet now: struggling to catch on, meaning that he wasn't into the mainstream yet, struggling to catch on in his NFL career. He since deleted that because a firestorm came up, saying, "What do you mean started to catch on or whatever?" Here is the thing. If you're going to tweet and you're a guy that's a broadcaster, shouldn't you think about using the same decorum and the, use the same mentality to say things in a proper way as you would on ESPN, as you would in a tweet? Otherwise, people are going to take that tweet and just rip you apart with it. That's your profession.
2: Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I mean, uh, uh, are people justified because uh, the, the wrong amount of information came through the wrong portal? We All we want to hear about is what happened to Dwayne. We love him and tell us uh, what's, why we'll miss him and all that stuff. And then you go ahead and tag it by just simply saying, you know, he
1: was uh, really struggling to, to hang
2: on to, to being a, a football player.
1: Oh yeah, you could say that. You know, he was still trying to. to uh, he was starting his career, and uh, good things were expected. You can say it in so many different ways, and I think. People, everybody, before you tweet, you need to think about it before you put it out there. Especially when it's something, you know, is serious. And this is he saying anything stupid is not going to help a guy who's dead. Well, not not respond. yes. Not
2: only that, but it's it's bad form. It's it's not something I think that that, that you want to uh, be uh, be uh, uh, attached to. As it goes on, people would say, "Well, that's a, that's a hell of a, a press release. Who who came up with that? And and what's what's that about? And why do we need to know that?" That Dwayne Haskins a football player who was uh fighting and struggling to continue his career his career was I, I want what I wanted to know was is what was he doing walking yeah. on the on the uh on, on the on the highway there right. at, at early in the morning like that
1: what yeah, was I he think doing? people wanted news and an update to hear what they want and, and to get the information. I agree with you, and I think that kind of is the first thing you do when you're a reporter: try to get the facts out and check them before you get them out. For God's sakes!
2: Yeah, otherwise you you look like uh, you you actually look like uh, you look uh, stupid, Rob Palenka you know we'll the general that. manager of the of the of the uh okay. of, the, of the lowly lakers yeah. when when he's uh, trying to uh you know stumble his way through the, to the press conference
1: oh yeah we're going to get to that in just a bit here we got but to continue with the football we one other story here and uh this is what a difference a year makes. Remember last year, preseason, we are worried whether Aaron Rodgers was going to even sign with the Green Bay Packers. We were worried about it. And all they would have had to do was do what I told you I did. I called Spectrum Cable, and I got their corporate office in Green Bay, Wisconsin, even though I'm in Los Angeles, and talked to a nice lady who said, I knew Aaron was not going to leave uh, the uh, the, uh, the Green Bay, the Packers, because uh, we live in the same neighborhood and have the same gardeners, and the gardeners said he was still – the doing great things for his home. So they so there was the key factor. So now, in a in a recent interview, the Green Bay Packers CEO Mark Murphy said the team thinks that the the quarterback Jordan Love can be a good player but the organization hasn't seen enough from him. So Green Bay, he says, should see plenty of uh, of Jordan Love in the preseason because the, the club's going to get a good look at him during the spring. And that's because Tom Silverman of the Milwaukee Journal said Aaron Rodgers isn't expected to attend the Packers' voluntary offseason program this year. Last year they were all bunched up about it. now... Rodgers isn't expected to play there. He's going to be at the mandatory minicamp in June, but he's not going to be at this other one. He's Aaron Rodgers, for gosh sake. 16 games he played last year. Uh, he finished uh, 69% of his passes for over 4,115 yards, 37 touchdowns, only four interceptions. He had a, a 111.9 passer rating and led the league. And so all this stuff goes down, and now they're not worried, Fred, that he's going to be at that spring camp. Well, you know something? This is yet
2: another opportunity to, to, to pile on stupidity, incompetence. The Green Bay Packer organization, from the very moment they knew that, uh, what's his face? What's, what's, what's the quarterback's name?
1: Aaron Rodgers.
2: Every time they knew that Rodgers was not going to show up, what they should have done, they should have championed love. They should have yeah. brought this guy out, introduced him, had yeah. a press conference, yep. and say, "This is our, the guy that we, we drafted to take this guy's place. If it happens, it's going to be wonderful. If it doesn't happen, that's the way it, that's, that's life, folks. But this is what we're putting our eggs in, our eggs in this basket. And as far as uh, you know uh, uh, Brett Favre and his, uh, his, his lineage goes, Brett it's, it's safe with uh, Aaron uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers uh, uh, stumbling around and uh, I I'm uh, of the belief that uh, you know you've got so many uh, uh, people, general managers in the social uh, in the social uh, marketplace that are just choking on what to say and and trying to figure out, gee, what do I do now? I and mean, should I say something? Should I re- make a, a a release of some sort? By the oh, by the way, I just looked at my notes here. You know, today and, and it's really great because we're celebrating how bad the Lakers are.
1: That, that's uh, coming up. I,
2: yeah. I I predicted the Lakers would not. make Make the playoff, and I predicted that last summer. Yeah, you did. I predicted. I said not only will they it's these true. three idiots bump into one another, they will not have the fortitude and the character to play together and and work together to win another championship. As a matter of fact,
1: they're not even going to make the playoffs. More predictions from Fred Dreyer coming up here in the Sports Lounge. I'm just I'm saying I just think the Packers are handling. Aaron Rodgers better this year than they did last year. Well, yeah, sure he, signed he signed up. He signed up. Sure, he is.
2: signed up. He's getting fifty-two million a year for four years. It. That's good, and that's fine. He's getting what he wants. That's yeah. that's wonderful. But you know what? Look what the le- look how it affects. Look at the washover, the backwash of what it does to to uh, to Jordan Love. Yeah. You know that that guy needs uh, somebody to step up and support him. And uh, if I'm the the Packers,
1: I'm going to do just that. All right, we'll take a little bit of break. Come back. Don't forget to email Fred Dreyer. Fred Dreyer at CRNTalk.com. Fred Dreyer, D R Y E R, at CRN, as in Championship Radio Network.com. We'll be back. Michael Horn, the one and only Fred Dreyer, coming to you on Sports Byline Radio, CRN Digital Talk Radio, and of course, Sirius XM. Glad to have you with us here as we uh, go through the, the week in sports. So we got playoffs coming up, and uh, a lot of people thought the Lakers sure fire what champions for uh, two years ago now. They fired their coach, Frank Vogel, after a 30- I think it's, I think it's Vogel. Vogel, I said. Yeah, Frank Vogel. What do you think you said I said Vogel. No, I said Vogel with a V. Did you? Frank Vogel, yes. You're very critical of my pronunciations, I notice, here on the show. Well, look, I'm over Mr. here. Mr. Dreyer. I'm over here, and you're over That's there. Correct way to say Mr. Fred Dryer. Duray. <laughs> Fred Duray. That's what people Mr. in San, San Diego call me. Duray. So, Frank Vogel with a V as in Valley. Uh, Thirty three forty nine season. Now, here is the thing. Last week on the show, Fred and I am going to throw it to you right now. All right, you uh, you mentioned they should not only get rid of Frank Vogel, but you said the general manager Rob Polinka. I haven't seen that much from Polinka here. He's still there, and maybe they should get rid of him. That's what you were calling for. What are your thoughts on this, Fred? Well, they're they're not going
2: to do it because you've got Genie. I'm writing her name down. Take
1: it easy. I love Jeannie I, I know you do, but th-
2: that's mutually exclusive. Okay. You, you just lust for her. No,
1: that's not that's true. That's the fact. I like her no, style uh, of management. Uh, I do. Uh, uh, now, wait. Just a second. I'll stand by No, it.
2: no. Go ahead. How can you stand by that statement with this woman in the face of what she just pulled off?
1: Well, here's what I'm going to tell you first. Okay. Looking at her history, let me just have my piece here. Uh-huh. I go way back to when she was handling the Los Angeles strings, and she took the, the mediocre jobs and turned them into incredible, great pieces of work. And I think she's the best of the bus kids to run this
2: team. years ago. Yeah, and she's
1: still the best of the bus kids. So they've had a bad team. She got rid of the coach. Maybe she, she and Palinka are talking about this. Maybe she's going to well, give the heave ho to him. You don't know yet, so give her a chance. But go ahead now. Now I've said my piece. That was a really a weak presentation. No, it was solid. That was
2: a weak presentation. I put
1: her up against any owner of the uh, the NBA and say yeah, she I'll, does a spectacular yeah, job. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll put.
2: I'll just say two words, Jerry West. Can we move on
1: now? Well, he's too old now, but I would no, bring Jerry back. No, he's
2: not. He has more common sense. I would sense. bring him back. I would he agree has with more you. common sense in his little 80-year-old brain than this woman and Palenka and all of these people have. And what's the other guys? Rambus and his wife. I'm putting this down, too. Oh, Rambus. You're writing all
1: these down now. Hey, here's Fred, everybody. Wife
2: yeah because this is the consortium that she goes to to uh to decide if she should have a bobblehead night or not you know that's 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 what they're that's what they're good at and uh and and uh, and, and fooling the public that uh, you know I know we're not winning ba- basketball games like we said we were going to do uh so we're going to have a bobblehead night and we're going to give away uh we're going to give away LeBron once again uh, in, in puppet form, beating up on Westbrook. And it's going to be a, a wrestling match. It's going to be wonderful. And we're going to give that away at uh, halftime of the, uh, of the, of the uh, uh, Denver Nugget game. Jeez, Louise. uh, uh, So we have we have uh, Jeannie Rambus and his wife and with Palenka and uh, the, the the beat goes on with people that consortium right there. Those that trifecta plus one. All of these people have uh, are guilty of taking this franchise and stripping it, and allowing LeBron and AD. Uh, you know. Uh, anyway, it, it reminds me of uh, uh, they just they walked into the uh, into into her office, and she uh, she says, "So what do we do?" And uh, they said, "Well, uh, here's what we should do: we should bring in, uh, we should bring in uh, uh, the the person that uh, LeBron wants most of all, and AD wants most of all, and that's uh, that's Westbrook. And 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 the, the the it's known around the league that Westbrook doesn't fit in; he can only play." by getting a rebound and sprinting the length and going and driving to the basket. That's what he's known for. And he slam dunks. That's what he's known for. He's not going to work within the offensive confines of what Frank Vogel wants or especially of, of what uh, of what LeBron wants, to, how to run an offense. And uh, you wind up getting... Uh, you know, uh, a, a terrible for uh, 82 games.
1: Well, it, bro, You're just, talking uh, about Russell Westbrook and, and they're saying in a related story that if there is a, a slim chance that Russell Westbrook will return to the Lakers next season uh, uh, he uh, drove a stake through uh, the heart of the idea because he took some blame for a disappointing season but also said he wasn't welcomed by the organization, the coach, even his fellow yeah, stars. Sure he see? said he was never given a fair chance So I think he's not going to be back. I think if that's the situation, and I say that the Lakers will come back bigger and better and stronger than ever before because they're going to sit down with it. I don't think they're through. I think the, uh, Vogel, if he's the scapegoat and the coach that got to yeah, let go, yeah, then that happens. Yeah, Maybe is. the GM goes as well, too. It depends who the brain trust is in there. I agree with you. I'd like well, to see Palenka's Jerry West not gonna, back. is not going to go. I,
2: I, uh, I, I desperately would love to have Jerry back and have him run the show and tell Jeannie to go down to the beach with the that actor comedian guy
1: well i think that huh? i think that genie will make some good decisions here give, oh, give it a chance to oh, see what you happens you think something's gonna that's, hatch that's I, my I don't, prediction. I, I, you had your prediction about well, what well, would happen. We'll i'm see. saying we'll see. Gonna, okay we'll right, see
2: what go. happens uh, oh, oh, uh, are they going to get rid of uh, uh, westbrook they have to they can't bring that guy and that, that, the nucleus of this bad team back again. I agree with you there. I agree. To, to have people say, you know, we, we really do care for him. And yeah. he, he really means well. So we're going to let him uh, have another shot at ruining a, t- a second year in a row.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think that a good, solid basketball head in there, uh, like like Jerry West, would be incredible. That would be, uh, it's, a, it's like a circle to come back and, and make things happen. So we'll see what happens. You yeah,
2: know? well, for her to have uh, KO'd Jerry several years ago with. Well, I don't think that was not her. Phil. That was
1: not her. Who that was that? That was Jim Buss. That was not Genie. That was Jim Buss. Jim Buss, Buss got yes.
2: rid of Jerry yes. West. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. really? And yes. people stood by and watched that happen. Yep. Oh, no, so uh, I don't believe. So that's what I don't believe. It's the truth. How do you know that? Because I know. I How know. do you know? How do you know that? Because Jeannie wasn't on the team at the time. That Jim, so you know now that she's, uh, you know, now that she's going to get, uh, uh, you know, uh, when you ask who were the people that signed off on on Russell Westbrook, it's going to be Jeannie and it's going to be Rambus and his wife.
1: And it's going to be... Well, uh, yeah, I mean, Jeannie's the owner now. So, yeah, so give her a chance to see what she puts together. They won the championship yeah, well, two years she, ago. They've stunk the last couple of years. It, she's got a lot of her dad in her. She's going to turn it around and say, I'm not putting up with it. She stormed out we'll a couple find of games. That out. That's we'll what we'll I'm find saying. We'll find out my if she prediction. has a lot of
2: Dr. Buss. Jeannie,
1: don't let me down It's my prediction. <laughs> yeah, now, well, we'll see. I got a, I got a the sale for you here because I know you got some extra cash. So... There's a baseball team for sale. And, again, I head back to Washington, D.C. Apparently the Washington Nationals, and, and it's a, I think it's a steel fret, they're valued at $2 billion by Forbes magazine and the Lerner family. They've owned the Washington Nationals since 2006. They're exploring the possibility of selling the baseball franchise. Okay. Are you a taker or not? I, no, I don't want nothing to do with these people. Dave Martinez, the manager, heard about this, and he said, well, your dad, Ted uh, Ted Lerner, said years ago that he would, the family would never sell the team, and now it looks like the team possibly is going to be sold.
2: Well, good. Get them out. We don't be, let's get another uh, a,
1: a mustachioed criminal in there to own the team. Now, there was a survey out. And um, they surveyed, it was a preview of the upcoming season, the upcoming season's highest selling teams and games. And uh, they were, uh, the highlights were from StubHub. And apparently the Dodgers have the number one most committed fan base of any Major League Baseball team. Now, I I question that at first because everybody on the East Coast says, well, Dodger fans get up and they leave before the game's over. Yeah, the Dodger fans are committed. 31% of the Dodger fans have purchased tickets to multiple games in the past five years on StubHub. Uh, California ranks number one on StubHub's list of U.S. states Boasting the highest Major League Baseball fans accounting for 17% of the total sales, the Dodgers-Giants rivalry is the number two most in-the-band Major League Baseball rivalry on StubHub. You know what the number one rivalry is? EJ. Giants. Giants-Dodgers are number two. Giants and Dodgers. So number one would
2: Yankees be? and the Red Sox. You got buddy. it, buddy.
1: That is it. That's number one, the Red Sox-Yankees. And uh, the Angels... Uh, most in-demand ga- game uh, of this of this season is their opening day against Houston Astros. Their average ticket price, one hundred and seven dollars, they made from that, so they were the highest one there. And the Cincinnati Reds, LA Dodgers opening game uh, on April fourteenth was the number six most in-demand opener of the year. So mm-hmm. here's the here's the teams. they their top ten teams of uh, in-demand Major League Baseball teams. Number 10, the Padres. Number 9, the Phillies. Number 8, the Dodgers. 7, the Cubs. 6, the Mets. 5, the Cardinals. 4, the Giants. 3, the Red Sox. 2, the Yankees. Number 1, the Atlanta Braves. StubHub's 2022 top 10 in-demand for tickets Major League Baseball teams. That's based off of last year. That's based off this year for StubHub. This year, for the opening of at the beginning of the season, things will change. But that's this year's survey. Uh, you would think the Braves are number one; they're the World Champions, right? So they're gonna people go crazy. The Red Sox and Yankees are there, and while they say the Dodgers are have a committed fan base, they're number eight. You know, San Diego has come up big time. They're number ten. What are the thirty teams? These are the top ten: Padres, Phillies, Dodgers, Cubs, Mets, Cardinals, Giants, Red Sox, Yankees, and Braves. So those are your big uh, pulling teams. Now, if Dan Snyder's in charge, these teams probably not getting well, their I'm cut sure, of the I'm gate. I'm sure he signs off on all this. <laughs> probably not getting their cut of the gate. That's I'm it. I'm sure he's That's not just taking care All right, let's get to some. Uh, we got a little fan mail and stuff here for you. That uh, We don't have any fan mail. Yes, we do. We do? Oh, yeah. It was given to me probably to surprise you so we can go through it a little bit. Here is uh, Vicki uh, writes to you, Fred, and says, Mr. Dreyer. I have watched Hunter for a long time. Uh Uh-oh. It's one of the best shows of all times, in my opinion. Oh. I think you and Stephanie made a great pair. How sad to see her leave off the show, but I understand why she did this. It's probably really corny to you, but I just think you're one of the greatest actors of all time. I just wanted to say hello and hope you're doing well.
2: What a wonderful uh, compliment. Thank you.
1: It's from uh, Vicky there, a big a big fan of yours. and he uh, You can email Fred, Fred Dreyer at CRNTalk.com. Fred Dreyer, D R Y E R, at Championship Radio very, Network.com.
2: Very, very nice. Thank now, you.
1: ATL fan says Hunter was one of my favorite old shows. Fred Dreyer was a great actor for an old football player, right up there with Alex Karras. So. Alex, <laughs> I think that's a compliment to you. It's supposed yeah, to I be. Call him an old football player. Still, can you still, you can still bring it. All right, we'll get the. We can do it. We can dig. Yeah, we can dig that. We got it down there. We can put that together. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a little more fan mail for you. Don't forget, follow Fred on Twitter, Fred underscore Dreyer, Dryer, D R Y E R, Facebook.com forward slash the real Fred Dryer, and of course, email him, Fred Dryer at CRN Talk.com. That's Fred Dryer at CRN Talk.com. This is the Sports Lounge on Sports Byline, CRN Talk Radio, and SiriusXM. We'll be back. in the sports lounge here's truly michael horn the one and only fred dreyer the all-pro defensive end, the acting legend thank you for your fan mail when you send it in to us at fred dreyer at crntalk.com we got some questions here that uh, i held over from uh, last week and um, here's a football question for you this comes to us from aaron and the question is what was your least favorite fred dreyer your least favorite nfl stadium to play in Least favorite football stadium? A Vet Stadium in Philadelphia.
2: Vet Stadium in Philly. Why? Well, it was a concrete uh, slab. Yep. And I think I, I would swear that the, uh when it rained and snowed the first time and froze, all of the supportive underground or uh, uh, under surface. Uh, uh, rubber padding's really. Uh, they 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 did not replace it or upkeep it at all. Wow! And it was literally like running on green cement. Oh,
1: shoot. It was terrible! No, it was really it terrible. No traction, no nothing. No, but it
2: was, there was a lot of them that way. But yeah. I, I I was with the Giants. We played them, played them twice. Once in Yankee Stadium. Once in uh, Philly. And uh, and it was. Uh,
1: it was one of the worst experiences I had. Part two of Aaron's questions. He said, "Did you have a favorite football team growing up? Who did you follow?" The Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I. Uh, although I did follow them in '59 when they when they won the uh, World Championship, to beat Green Bay in the in the uh, Green Bay in the championship game. Uh, but uh, let's see. Uh, it was the Rams and it was the Colts and it was the 49ers. I had uh, I followed I followed the 49ers because I liked the uniforms and uh, uh, and Gordy Soltaw was their
1: play-by-play guy on TV. He's really uh, Gordy Soltaw? Yeah, uh, there's some good play-by-play guys in the but we should talk about some. We got to get some guests on the show. And we'll be doing that here. Well, you know, Dan Fouts' father was uh, really was a play-by-play. Mr. Fouts. Guy. Yep. All right, we're going to say so long to you. The show is flowing by here today. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Don't forget, follow Fred on Twitter, Fred underscore Dreyer, Facebook.com forward slash TheRealFredDreyer, and FredDreyer at CRNTalk.com. Final thoughts from you, Fred Dreyer. Well, it's always a pleasure being here with you, Mike.